Hello, this I'm your host, Levitzer, and this is Philly Sports from Small Eyes. Um, today um, is a weird place to start with a first episode, um, but we are just going to figure something out. So, I think something that's really interesting that's happening in the sports world right now is, of course, the... Um, the all the things that are surrounding the coronavirus and, you know, everything that goes with that, you know, how Flyers fans uh, reacted, how the NBA reacted to Rudy Gobert and, um, and Donovan Mitchell's diagnosis and all the different things that have happened, that are happening. Um, I think that it's really interesting. So, without further ado, here's our intro. Okay, and we are back. So, um, today, you know, there is, there were definitely some big arguments from Flyers fans because, you know, the whole big surge um, of the Flyers, and then, of course, you know, just, um, you know, the commissioner said, you know, we, we have to deal with this. So, of course, we were, uh, the Flyers were stopped, and it made some people angry, right? I mean, this is how it always works with Philadelphia fans, but it's very interesting for some uh, how everything was postponed. Um, so, so we have lots of people who on the who, on the team who were just surging. I mean, we've got Carter Hart who have just did amazing and super consistent. Um, Travis Connick. Connickney, you know, he's always good. Of course, um, Claude Garreau, he's great. And just, like, so many folks out there who are, like, the team good. So, that I find really interesting. But there isn't a whole lot to say, right? We've just kind of got the, you know, of course, we've got this these people kind of getting mad and then we have um what's his name uh i forget his name oh all right gary bettman we have gary bettman just saying you know that we gotta postpone the season but enough of that um, what we're really here to talk about today is, um, of course, the Sixers. So, um, this podcast will be mostly focusing on basketball with some segments, uh, that include hockey, football, you know, the works. So, the real thing that we are going to be talking about with the Sixers is, 
I think that we always start when it comes to the Sixers 2020. You got to start with Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid's relationship, right? They have this really wonky relationship, and us Sixers fans have this really wonky relationship with Ben Simmons, right? It's like, oh my God, he never he never goes well with um, he never goes well with Embiid, but at the same time. There's your casually, Ben Simmons scores 20, gets 10 assists and six, six rebounds. And you're like, dang it. So it's really, he's just one of those can't live with them, can't live without them, you know, kind of deals. That is definitely like, I struggle with. I have a dislike for him probably more than some other Sixers fans do. And, of course, the big thing, and I'm going to uh, kind of second what Jalen Rose said about, um, and pretty much the entire media about Joel Embiid, is this front office does not know how to treat a star, right? Like, Philadelphia, we have Joel Embiid, who's one of the greatest centers in the league right now, and we're not giving him the players that he wants and he needs and we're kind of just trying to throw things together and that's not working of course the Al Horford decision is very controversial I think if we did anything we probably should have stayed safe and given him like a one year real small payment contract so we could test them out because you know this guy is not like you know it's not, it's not, you never know how he's going to perform, right? He's, it seems like he's a leader until we like, but you never know when a guy's like as old as he is, you can't trust anything to happen. So you give him a, a small one-year deal. I understand that he was great with the Celtics last year, and it's true. He still has that leader role, like there's kind of like a grown-up in the room, right? But... He needs to score points and get assists and rebounds. He can't just be a slacker. It's it's not okay to do this. So Horford definitely needs to step up if we're going to do anything with him. Right now, it's just really annoying. Um, I think the Sixers are in a weird position right now because... What happened is we're kind of just in this wonky situation with, um, you know, we're kind of doing okay, but, like, we're not really doing great. And so we just, we had just lost to, I mean, all the things that were happening, you know, the last game we had just won against the Pistons, and then of course, that crazy loss to the Warriors, right? So we're like, eh, this game is okay, yeah, it's okay. So we don't really know what's gonna happen, but we get real excited when Embiid comes back and just kills it. 30 points, we get, um, I, f- I forget how many we got at, uh, from Tobias, yeah, we got 
15 from Tobias, 20 from Horford, which was really tough for me to grapple with because he hasn't done anything like that. I mean, of course, it's Joel Embiid he was crazy. I mean, he, the other night, it, what was it? It was 30, 14 um, rebounds, uh, three assists, and a steal. Like, it's nice. It's great. I mean, it's, it's, it's something we'll just have to deal with. Like, just, you know, it's very on and off. Because some games he'll kind of sit on the sideline a little bit. And some games he'll come out a monster. And sometimes players who don't seem like they'll come out, like, great, will just, um, you know, make it happen. Um, make it happen like Al Horford did last night. and Or a couple nights ago. And... I like those to see those nights, but we need consistency. I mean, that's kind of the Philadelphia thing for the past couple of years, you know? Like last year with the Phillies. Had the guys. When they were good, we were great. But when they were, but that only happened once in a while, right? So what really <clears throat> needs, needs to happen, just, Pretty much any any sport in Philadelphia, maybe other than the Flyers and the Union, because I don't know much about the Union, to be frank, and the Flyers are doing pretty good, is consistency. We need the Eagles to be consistent. We need the Phillies to be consistent. We need players on the Sixers to be consistent. Um, so those are my thoughts on the two-day Sixers. Um... I will share one more thing with you guys about my thoughts on the Sixers, though. You know, we have Thibault, who's great. I love Matisse Thibault. He did get in that argument with Tobias Harris, and that's not good for team morale. And that's something we definitely need to work on because we need everybody to be on the same page so we can win games, right? Um, we also... So we have Tobias, right? Josh Richardson, who really, I used to, I, earlier in the season, I was like, all right, we got Josh Richardson. He's going to make some things happen. And then as the season progressed, it's just kind of like, eh, I don't know. So we need to figure out what to do with these players and what's their future and what's our future with them. Because right now, Brett Brown is very stuck because He's going to be sitting on the hot seat no matter what. And I think he deserves it. I, he doesn't... We need someone new. He's a great coach. Need someone new. That's my thoughts on the Sixers. So, um, and I have a little more thoughts on the NBA. A lot of things that have been argued about is, of course, the MVP. So it's a close thing this season, right? Because we have Giannis, who's just going crazy. He's he's amazing. He's a he's a huge talent. Um, and we have LeBron, who's the same. You know, he's getting out there. He's scoring twenty five points. Um. And getting like almost ten assists, almost ten rebounds. Um, I mean, of course, like they're closer to eight and nine, but you know, it's it's really good. And then 
Giannis, we're getting extreme points, around 30. We're getting blocks and assists and rebounds, like 15 of them. 30 points, 15 rebounds, like three blocks, two blocks. It's crazy, right? They're both such big forces. And it's really close. You got, you know, my prediction of who will win is, of course, is Giannis. It's, it's close, though. I think that the most valuable player in the league at this moment is Giannis. And there's a reason for that, you know. He he has this really, I don't know how it's, I don't know, it's tough to explain. He has just this, this way of just controlling things, and it's crazy. I mean, let me just uh, give you some stats from his last game, which was against the Lakers. 32 points, 11 rebounds, 6 assists, and a steal. That's not even counting blocks. It's crazy. And he's doing this on a nightly basis. Um, but then we look at LeBron. And um, he, he's, doing, uh, he's doing very amazing things too, right? So we, we measure this. So his last game, he had 29 points, 12 rebounds, 9 assists, and 1 steal. Like, just hear that. So those are just their, their last two stat lines, um, and they are amazing stat lines. But that's just one game. Giannis has, first of all, they, he's led his team to the best record in the East, right? Um, the, you can, and, and in the league, right? Because you could say that, you know, the East is an easier conference, whatever, everything else is super close, they're, you know, they don't have anything else, blah, blah, blah. But if we compare the two teams um, uh, and their records, here's what we'll see. We'll see Bucks, 53 wins, 12 losses, so that's... Um, that's a PCT of around 815. And then if we go to the Western Conference and look at LeBron, we'll see he has just a smidge lower, 49 and 14. Um, there, it's really close. Giannis, though, Giannis has, see, LeBron has AD. I know a lot of people are going to say this, but Anthony Davis is n nothing normal, right? Like, if we look at his stats right now, we'll see that his stats this year, he's averaging 26 points, 9 rebounds, and 3 assists. That's no small. Um, and then if we look at the Bucks, let's just look at the Bucks and how... Their like their their scoring goes, right? So you've got Giannis, whose stats I've already shared with you. So you when you think of like players on the team, you go to, you usually go to Chris Middleton because he's the perennial All Star. Um, let's look at his stats. 
He's averaging 20 po- 21 points, solid, six rebounds and four assists. Nothing special. Um, so put that next to AD's 26 points and um, 11 rebounds or whatever, and just all these huge stats. Like, if we compare, there's definitely a better one. And you'll say, oh, Eric Bledsoe, you know, he's pretty good too. That's that's not true, and you probably won't don't even say that. His stats this year, he's he's having a actually okay season. Not even fifteen four and five, dude. Like where is it? So those like there's nobody really to there's nobody as big to help. Um, to help Giannis, yet he has the better record. The better team? The Lakers. The better player? Um, the better player is Giannis. The better players are the players on the Lakers. So, that's my MVP thing. This is the first episode, so it won't be very long. Um, but I want to say thank you for listening, and I want you to support the pod. There's more coming, and I'm really excited to share more of my thoughts and possibly some other people's thoughts around Philadelphia sports and really, um, just everything, you know, just, just a lot of things just related to the world, um, Thank you. I'm signing off. I'm your host, Lev Zitzer. Bye.